Good morning, good evening, good night, depending on what time you're listening to this, and thank you to the Victory Lap of the Victory Podcast. Just wanted to drop a quick little episodeette, not quite a full episode, about uh, Christmas time, and I did an interview on WBOK 1230 AM here in New Orleans talking about some the podcast, uh, New Orleans issues and politics, and just a couple other good no- nuggets. So check it out, and thanks for listening. WBOK, New Orleans. Hang all in this mistletoe, I'm gonna get to know you better. Christmas and as we trim the tree, how much fun it's gonna be together. This Christmas, the fireside's blazing bright. We're caroling through the night, and this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. Presents and cards are here My world is filled with cheer and you This Christmas, this Christmas. Man, yes indeed Not, not last Christmas Not the Christmas coming But what, Monique? This, this Christmas This Christmas, man, what a wonderful morning Like I tell you every morning Hey, let's, let's celebrate getting up, right? Because the opposite of getting up it's not getting up, man. So anytime the Creator's giving you a chance to have another breath, another second, another minute, another hour, day, week, month, year, man, you have a chance to make it all right. Or if it was already good, to make it better. And if it was better, to make it fabulous. First name fab, last name you listen. And that's what we have in the studio this morning. Man, we have the uh, the host of Victory Podcast, uh, Monique Henry, man, one of the most talented young executives, man, and professionals in the country today. Also, one of the most conscious people, man, in using Victory <laughs> Victory Podcast, man, to inform people all over the country, all over the world. Uh, Monique Henry, welcome to the Good Morning Show. Good Say- morning. Good morning. Well, first of all, uh, uh, who is Monique Henry? And... Uh, and Victory Podcast, right? Okay, so it's Monique Henry Watson now. Monique Henry. I'm, I'm a married lady. Yeah, hey, 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 Mr. Mr. Mo Watson, hey. Hey, forgive us, you know. Hey, we love you, bro. He's all right. He's okay. all right. All right. Um, yeah, so Monique Henry Watson. I'm from New Orleans. I know I don't have the traditional New Orleans accent for our mm-hmm. New Orleans listeners. Um, from here, grew up here, went to school away in D.C., back for grad school. At, you went to uh, Howard. Went to Howard. Shout University. out our HBCU. HBCU love to all those out there. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Howard for undergrad, went back. Came back to New Orleans for grad school, master's in public health, emphasis in environmental and occupational sciences. So now I work in health and safety for a Fortune 500 mm-hmm. company, working at their research and development site in Palo Alto, California. Um, so that's the Who is Monique Watson. And the, the Victory podcast 
is a podcast about sharing powerful stories of people being victorious over a variety of things in their personal life, whether that's career things, right. um, grief, what have you, um, having people on, talking about those issues, and then asking them you know, tips and tricks or things that they use to get over or work through and become victorious over their situations. Wow. So, hey, guys, before we get into this program, just a minute. Uh, wanted to open up, man, I want this whole city uh, praying for and positive energy for Brother Willie uh, Chill, Mr. Chill uh, Wilson, man, one of the great people of our time that God put on this earth, man. He uh, uh, gained national acclaim for giving free haircuts with a generator on the neutral ground at Claiborne Napoleon uh, after Hurricane Katrina. Uh, we know he's the uh, barber and stylist for a lot of celebrities and NFL players uh, here in this city. Uh, he's one of the, been one of the biggest contributors and sponsors here. Uh, for WBOK, and he's my friend. So for chill, we love you. And Eustace Gilmet, oh, uh, Eustace Gilmet, man, one of our top activists and advocates, wanted me to remind, tell everybody on his behalf, uh, uh, happy holidays. And for all the kids uh, all over the world, Santa Claus is a black man. Well, Eustace, I let everybody know that, right? And uh, we hope you have a wonderful holiday. Monique Henry, uh, Victory Podcast is committed to, its mission is committed to what? So, really, the mission is about sharing these stories. I've grown up, and for whatever reason, I think I'm just a really nice person. Mm -hmm. I treat everyone, whether it's Mm -hmm. the custodian walking down the street. Mm -hmm. If I met the president of the United States, Mm -hmm. hard pass on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, But you'd be respectful. I'd be respectful. I treat them the same. We Uh all put our pants on the same, you know, running full force Mm -hmm. and and jumping with them on. But uh, I've always grown up with that. And for some reason, people have always been comfortable Mm -hmm. with sharing their stories with me. Mm -hmm. I've been told from people, like, you really listen. I don't judge. Look, what people do in their lives, where they've come from. You've always been the mama in the family, that side of the family. (laughs) People are comfortable with you. They are comfortable. So that turned into... um, a prayerful time with God and talking to him about, mm-hmm. you know, what is my mission in mm-hmm. life? What What is my why? You know, what mm-hmm. I do is what I do, but what's the why behind it? And it's to help people. And this is a way a lot of people go through things and feel like they're all by themselves. They go through grief. They go through whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so putting that out there so mm-hmm. people know they're not alone and maybe mm-hmm. they're in a similar situation and how they can get through. With, with, with your undergrad and, and your graduate in health and safety, I noticed on one of the uh, podcasts you, you talked about mental health and therapy. Yep. Right? And that's been a major issue. Uh, we 100%. have a uh, segment, Mentally Speaking, here. Uh, we have contributors here that we, we've been pushing this for the last several years. Whether uh, uh, the, uh, the host of Mentally Speaking, the segment we do on my show is Victor Sims, Brian Turner, Who's headed one of the heads of tenure at the psychology department? Xavier is one of awesome. our contributors. Dr. Tammy Lewis, uh, Wilborn, uh, who's been featured at Essence, also contributes here. Uh, Frederick Walker and Kia Stepton with Walker Family Service, who talk about family therapy. Mm-hmm. Monique, your background in public health, and I ask, always ask each of them. We're hearing a lot of talk about mental health and therapy, but it's in many cases not being resourced to the level that it should. What are you seeing? So, I I mean, once again, I'm not a mental health professional, mm-hmm. so I'll take this all mm-hmm. with a grain of salt for those listening. Um, I think it's, yeah, I think people about the right amounts, mm-hmm. it, it, you have to really work with your doctor. It's not a one and done. Every person is different around the medication side. And then really in the crux of that, in addition to the, like, psychotherapy from a psychologist, 
psychiatrist, which is mm-hmm. the medical professional, the psychology side of it is really important to understand some of that why uh, in some issues, not everything is um, medication required or necessary, right. right? Knowing what that balance is and really getting at the crux of why you're, your, what your issues are and what's really behind that. I think that. that's a good point. Uh, uh, I think we're learning that. And many of the experts who've come on this show said what we, what we, there are separate categories when you talk about mental health. You know, there are several, several like there's several inflictions, diseases, those things that we get sick from or affect us. Mental health is the same way. And, and in our community, in many cases, we, either you were crazy or you were criminal. And we treated it. And we treated it as such. Right. We didn't look at what you're talking about, those different categories and different methods of treatment. So so I, I agree with you. That's what we're learning now. Yeah, I think especially in the African-American community, mm-hmm. and that's the only one I can speak to is the one I'm right. a part of, um, we've had a long history of stigma around mental health, right? Especially um, those who have a religious background. Oh, you just need to pray more. You need to spend need more time. You need Jesus. <laughs> Let me lay hands on you. And to be clear, mm-hmm. I'm a woman of faith. Uh, Jesus right. Christ is my Savior. Right. Um, that is fine in situations, but it's okay. God puts people like psychiatrists and psychologists right, in this world right. for us. Mm-hmm. We all, everybody's a little bit got something they're going through, whether it's something mm-hmm. that on the world scale seems small, but it's, it's important to you and it affects you. And my father-in-law is a psychologist. He uh, teaches at UNO and mm-hmm. all this. So I've always been a big proponent. Look, get the help you need. Have that conversation with an impartial party, somebody who's not your mama, because maybe it's the problem you have with your mama. <laughs> it's not your pastor, because maybe you don't really like your pastor. Maybe that's part of the problem. And you can't be talking about church members and all that. That's fine. But having an impartial person right. that's going to talk to you about these issues that you can kind of work The first through. time I, I needed one, I said no. I said, man, I don't need to talk to no shrink. And that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I basically refused to. And it was when my uh, Bradley, my uh, my oldest son, died in the car accident mm-hmm. years ago. I, I was like, why would I do that? You know, I, I, I can deal with it. I can handle it. Until I realized I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And in, in our culture, it, it was like, okay, especially for a black man. No, man, I ain't talking to no psychiatrists and no psychologists. Right. And that stigma in our community, it, it, we seem, it seems to be waning or going away, but it still persists, especially amongst, amongst black men and many black women. Yeah, I think it, it's definitely still a stigma. Um, it's something that if you think of it more so, and I, I try and tell people this even in my work life, think of it, it starts with a conversation. Mm-hmm. This isn't necessarily going to go to the extreme of you're going to end up in the crazy loony bin because you're having a conversation. Talking to someone to express your feelings, having a goal in mind when you're going to therapy, what do you want to achieve? Those are the types of things you run into. Helping people understand that process is helpful, and there's a lot of information out there. And then it's like finding a doctor, just like if you broke your arm or you're going to your doctor for your normal physicals. It takes a little bit to find the right one, right? So you've had doctors that are a little bit like very – robotic and all that and then some people who are more have that um bedside manner so it's the same with a psychologist or psychiatrist is getting that right fit and realizing that might take some time well we have our conversation with miss monique henry watson uh uh, she's the podcast host host of the victory podcast uh she works in uh, corporate america uh some of one of the larger corporations in america which she's a uh uh under health and public safety impeachment uh Oh, okay. I, Im, impeachment right now, Monique, mm. uh, uh, seems to be dominating uh, much of the discussion, whether Correct. barbershop, beauty shop, or national news. Uh, what's your take on this impeachment 
scandal or um, whatever it is. So I think it's we're on the right course. Um, I think people say, well, what's the point of impeachment in the House if we're not going to be able to remove uh, the current president mm -hmm. from office in the Senate? I think it's important for our leg our legislative mm -hmm. representatives across the country to stand for something mm -hmm. and to see in the seat of history where they stand on this issue. And the the what I see as obvious abuses of power and inappropriate use of the office of the president um, – in, in the use of this president. And the, so the, the, sitting the, down. The, that's interesting. Uh, and I actually feel the same way. I've presented it the same way. You, you know, are they, are they wasting a lot of time, especially given the makeup of the Senate? Yes. But in terms of putting this president on notice, right, at this time right. in history with this behavior, I think that's really, if nothing else, if they, if they can't accomplish anything else, I think it's necessary to do that. Yes. And if you think about it, um, there are only a few things to check the executive branch that the mm -hmm. that the government is empowered to do, and this is the within the empowerment of the House. Mm -hmm. And next step is in the empowerment of the Senate. This is their their constitutional duty to when we have such things, and the founders put in place some sort of structure to have these checks and balances. Um, forward thinking, I guess, enough to imagine a president that could be. That could test these limits, right? We've we haven't right, run into right. this to this level before, I think. Um, maybe some a little sprinkling in the Nixon eras and mm -hmm. so on and so mm -hmm. forth. But it that's this is their constitutional I, duty. I, I would think that I would think there've been some abuses before, but not uncovered. Not, not uncovered. Not to this level not where this, it's public. Not, yeah, not, the, not, not this where public he level. said it out in the Absolutely. street, as in on Absolutely. Twitter, for somehow. Absolutely. Somehow screaming Absolutely. your offenses online yeah. makes them somehow less obvious versus if they're uncovered. So let's talk about checks and balances, right? Okay. What we do at the Good Morning Show, right, okay. WBOK, what you do with Victory Podcast. We see African-American media in many cases, like we're losing African-American financial institutions. Mm -hmm. African-American media outlets are being gobbled up, have been gobbled up the last few decades yep. all over America. We're seeing the need now for more voices, your voice with which you do Victory Podcast. What we do here, yep. many others, talk about uh, uh, the need for those voices, especially that represent our community and our culture, and the need to be objective. And also, because when I watch Fox, I eventually turn it off. When I watch CNN, I eventually turn it off. Because Trump seems to have have ended both, no matter which side you're on, it's hard to get good, clear, objective news with information where you can make your own decision. Yeah, I think I think taking it all in in some way and discerning the information, looking away from the opinions and you know the the, the talk, tuning the, the talking, talking heads, heads out, right? Yes, and looking at the information, doing research from like mm -hmm. regulated sources, right? If you're looking at unemployment, what does the Department of Labor say? Not looking at what does Fox say, what does CNN <laughs> say, what does MSNBC <laughs> say. say right. um, so looking at those things mm -hmm. and then same kind of discernment you need to use on the Internet. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. because it looks like a, a, an authenticated news station, right. but if it's uh, I'm a Democrat and I hate Republicans.com, that's a problem. Just like it could be Photoshopped, it could be inf exactly. information shopped. Exactly. Right. At least make an attempt. Mm -hmm. I mean – in, in theory, you could spoof mm -hmm. a website and, and things like that. But if you're going directly to the Department of Labor, if you're going directly to the FDA for food information and what's being recalled and what's the word on the street, mm -hmm. that those are at least 
credible, reliable sources. But, but do you think that's what makes what we do increasingly more popular now? Uh, because people are really kind of getting fed up uh, with with the way information is being spewed, right, with the way it's being spit. You know, I, I don't need anybody telling me how they feel. What I need them is sharing the information. Correct. Now, I don't mind a little, a little entertainment. I don't mind putting a little spin or cut on it every now and then. But just give me the give me the root of it, and then and then I'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. I think presenting things in this is the information, this is what mm-hmm. worked for me, mm-hmm. that kind of context, but in a level that says, look, it may not fit with your opinions, thoughts, feelings, um, is a good way to get information to people, but letting them and where send them to resources for more information. Um, I think it just makes it easier to digest. And that's why news shows like mm-hmm. this one, um, information like The Daily Show is another popular, right. gaining right. more popularity because right. people are looking for the information in a way that isn't as preachy. And we can t- entertain you. Exactly. And, and have fun. Like we like to have fun with the good, good early bird right Let here on the good, on, um, on the good morning show. Look, uh, you're out there, your career's taking you, uh, all across this country, all across the world. I mean, in Canada for a while. Yeah. Right, right. I lived a year and a half right, in right, Calgary, right, Canada. Right. Yeah. Right. But your place of birth, right? Uh, you know, your family comes out the lower night wall, <laughs> the, the lower nine, and then punch the strength. The, the, then punch the strength. If you, you from the lower nine and don't mind that? Uh, I'm glad we changed our mind. Half. We changed. I'm from the lower nine. I'm from the nine. nine. And I we love cha- to live and continue. Yeah, to live. we changed our mind about that second yeah, half of mm-hmm. that stuff. But, but being away, living around the world, working in uh, corporate America, your view of this, this city, this state and its challenges, you know, I, I, the other day I told people, hey, just some, call me and let me know what blew up. You know, if something in your neighborhood blew up, we're watching our infrastructure fall apart. We were looking at our politics, right? Probably one of the most popular governors in America barely won re-election mm-hmm. just because he was a Democrat. Your view, Louisiana and New Orleans from afar. Give us that perspective. Um, so I've Uncut, at- real talk. Good morning, <laughs> show. Uncut, real talk. Um, New Orleans especially has probably one of the most unique city cultures in the world. We got our first black African, black, black female mayor now, man. You know what I'm saying? We're, we are making strides in an amazing way right. in a lot of areas, but we suffer from a lot of the same symptoms that a lot of major cities in the country. Infrastructure is a thing everywhere. Right. Um, poor infrastructure. That combined with the uh, uh, – challenged political history, mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. um, with different administrations and the lack mm-hmm. of attention or corruption or what have you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't only occur here, right. to be clear. It occurs mm-hmm. other places. occurs in the White House, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are challenges that that is unfortunate that, we're, that are coming to light and kind of all coming to a head now. So mm-hmm. it feels like everything is blowing up all of a sudden. Good point. Um, so Great I point. think I feel for our mayor and it's just going to take a piece by piece investment to say, we're going to have to figure out how to get and or spend the money, um, getting the right amount of money. She keeps saying the time is now. And, that, and is that, now. that was interesting that your view from afar, you were like, no, the stars are lining up, right. To yep. begin to not only observe and see these things, yep. but to deal with them now. Yep. She's saying the same thing, but people are having a difficult time wanting to handle and deal with all these things now. But as you look from afar, this is the moment in history where we are. Yes, this is where we are. And then honestly, we need to move forward of thinking about the future. If you do it now and you plan for the investment of the future, um, it's definitely a thing. Years ago, 
the whole light rail concept. We were going to get federal money right. from the state, mm-hmm. and we're going to have this light rail loop. Mm-hmm. And yes, it would have went to like BR, and then yeah, right, and then right. airport and downtown, Absolutely. and that whole thing. And Gulf we Coast. didn't, and we didn't, and we passed. We didn't. That's and right. I think Baltimore got it. I want to say. <laughs> right, we passed. Right. And and if you go to Baltimore today, and mm-hmm. especially their waterfront area, mm-hmm. it's exploded. Yes. So those are the types of investments and things you, that you make you make now. You say we're going to spend the money now. Mm-hmm. People now won't see it, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Washington D.C. years ago and the infrastructure for for their um, public transit system. Those are things that allow people, and those are the things that my generation is looking for when they move to a city. I want to be able to walk to a, to the things I want to do. Maybe take a train, do whatever. There's and no better things. place for that. We're the number exactly. one special event city yeah. uh, in the world. Uh, when they when the NFL surveys uh, Super Bowl attendees, we, we come out no, no matter where they send the Super yep. Bowl, we come out as the number one, 100%. A number one site. This little city here, man, is going to break all the tourism records by eight million the visitors real in their survey. Question is what percentage of that is going into the pockets investiture of the city of New Orleans? Did, did, but hey, hey, did you guys hear that? Someone who's uh, from here who doesn't live here right now, she said when we're grading success of these major events whether they're tourist-related, uh, uh, entertainment, or sports-related, we got to figure out at some point what percentage of that goes back to the people here. Exactly. Wow. M- Monique Henry, Victory Podcast. How can people watch Victory Podcast? Go How can they follow you? Follow us. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, you want to find all that, go to thevictorypodcast.com. It gets you all the stuff. You're going to sit in with me, man. We're going to talk to uh, one our great uh, uh, OIG, Derry Harper, about some of his findings, very interesting findings sure. with the Audubon awesome Institute. Awesome. Oh, oh, hey, 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 guys, look, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk to uh, Derry Harper. After Derry Harper, we have Mr. Darren Browder and Jesse Manley promoting reform in the Orleans Parish Criminal Court System. At 9 o'clock, Tremaine Lewis, Executive Director of uh, the Charlize Cure Foundation, their uh, uh, event for uh, raising uh, children with special needs. And at 9.30... Uh, outgoing president of uh, St. John the Baptist Parish, Natalie Robottom. Uh, Monique Henry Watson, uh, host of the Victor Podcast. OTN Early Bird will be back after the break. <laughs> 